What up, LoveQuest Nation? You are listening to the official LoveQuest International Church podcast recorded live at our Morning Glory experience in Vancouver, BC. So come on and jump into this word brought to us by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy! Your kindness. Uh, Just lift your hands up, Lord. We just thank you for empowering us today with your word. Thank you, Father, that you are feeding every part of us and the tripart harvest is up on us thank you that our souls will be fed today our bodies will be fed and our spirit man will from you we will obey you i declare we are not merely hearers of the word but we are doers of the word lord i help i pray to your spirit you help us not be too familiar with the atmosphere, with the pastor's voice, with the worship team, Lord God, because it's you that are speaking and singing through us. And so, Father, do something supernatural today. Uh, Lord, speak at a frequency that causes us to lean in a little bit more. And I just thank you, Lord, uh, that you are transforming us. You're transforming our families. You're transforming our situations. You're transforming our co-workers. You're transforming our city. You're transforming the church, Lord God. Thank you, Father. You are transforming our, our finances. You are transforming our psychological stability. And we just thank you for it. And we bless you, Lord. Guide my tongue today, and I thank you that I am free from error. Um, and Lord, take me as far out in the sea as you want to take me. I yield myself to you. And uh, just have your way, Lord. Uh, yeah, in Jesus' name, amen. Um, uh, check your neighbor's pulse. Check your neighbor's pulse and say, are you alive or are you just walking dead? Let me make sure. in this word can you put up I, I did you download no yes all right at what time though yeah do do a do one more download yeah do it again like elevation but while you're doing that can you put up acts 435 next week is what Sunday and what else? Of course, a few people remember it. Amen. Amen. Um, what is next Sunday? What are we doing? Groundbreaker Seed. Who, who's excited? All right. Who's excited to participate in it? Okay. Everybody should participate. Everybody. $20 you spent on them socks to, uh, this weekend. Hey, if the Lord brought increase, don't, be, don't come up Sunday be like, God, if I had it. <laughs> you thought that increase was for some draws. Yeah, you tripping. Better watch them draws. Amen. Amen. Um, I would not be a good pastor, a good teacher, a good steward over our souls if I didn't prepare your faith as much as I can for next Sunday because the enemy hates days like this if you're a part of our slack channel 
from, if you're a part of leadership, you know, I continuously try to post things to encourage you guys, but God is doing it, right? We, we love going to big churches with nice facilities and great programs, but they started somewhere. Everybody loved Hillsong, but they started with several people in the back room of a space, right? You don't just get there. But God, God is always sending people and challenging people to partake in a eternal work. We invest so much, probably 95, I would say probably 98% of us, 95% of what we invest in is in temporal things. You won't take none of the stuff you work hard for with you, none. And when you invest in eternity, what you invest in always will give life for generations. I was watching Mike Todd, a little thing when he was in his closet. If you follow him, he's, and they just this weekend are celebrating this miracle they're walking in, this church. And... What he said blew his mind is that they were about to dedicate a building to God that will outlive them. I don't know how many people in here want to be a part of something like that. Not my, my dream home I can pass down to my kids. That's, that's cool. But actually something the world can feed off of that will continuously raise up leaders, continuously speak life, continuously transform a city, continuously transform a culture, continue to reproduce children of God. And that's what next week is about. At our young age, we are going to, we are going to have the biggest giving Sunday we ever had. And uh, I will talk to you leaders offline, but I am challenging you to get people to participate that aren't a part of this church, but are a part of your life. Your family members, your mom, your dad, those that have come and visit, visited. Stop being scared to get involved, get people involved with God. Right? It's not about you, even if they give a hundred dollars. But what are we? What are we believing for? Oh, okay, one person, remember, y'all be looking at me like deer caught in the head. Like, <laughs> what are we believing for? 100 people to give $1,000. And um, that's what we're believing for. I'm not looking like, all right, we're going to believe for five. I'm believing for 100 people. Um, because big, a groundbreaker seed should break you. Not break your bank account, but break your greed, break your selfishness. It should break you. It should, it should, you should feel the seed you're going to give next Sunday. Right? You should, when they walk back in the back with your money, you should have a feeling of want to go after them. <laughs> and the truth of the matter is, is this why it's such a fight against um, giving, right? We give what we want to give, which is, which is cool. But there does come a time where you have to give sacrificially. Not just for the church, but partnering with God always blesses you beyond what you could bless yourself. 
So investing shares into Google, the Lord will for sure, while you're waiting for your shares to increase or hoping it don't fluctuate or what God is always, always. See, the deal is in the world, you might sow finances and you're going to get finances back. When you sow finances into the kingdom, it's going to come back in health. It's going to come back in resources. It's going to come back in relationships. It's going to come back in peace. It's going to come back in joy. It's going to come back in faith. It's going, God's harvest, write it down, God's harvest always feeds the whole man. Acts 4.35 says, or start at verse 30, 30, 33. I did say 30. Heck of times. <laughs> Y'all ready for the word? Yes. Amen. Last week we talked about eternity. We talked about hope. This is the year of the what? The sea of harvest. And with great strength and ability and what? Come on, and what? And what? The apostles delivered their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace. What was up on them? Great grace, loving kindness, and what? Favor and goodwill rested richly upon them all. It rested. Grace rested upon them richly, rested, hung out with them. Wherever they went, it was up on them. Grace. Say grace. Say great grace. Verse 34. Nor was there a what? Come on, there was a what? Or needy person among them for as many as were what? Owners of. Okay. This is the church. This is the church. This is the church that was birthed out of the day of Pentecost. This is the DNA of the church. If we are an apostolic house, we have to give apostolically. We, we, we have to give in such a way that there is no need. There is no need. That we can serve our city in an amazing way. But a stingy church can't be a church that blesses their city. It's bottom line. A real bona fide believer of Jesus Christ can't help but to give. Feels robbed when they don't have opportunity to give. That's why you need visionaries around because they help you point to good ground. It's a mouthful. Good leaders point you to good ground. Verse 35, and they laid it at the what? Special messengers. Then what? Distribute. So they laid it at the feet of the apostles, the priests, the leadership. And then it was distributed from there. If you sow seed and I go buy I go start a drug house. You, you won't not be blessed because I go buy a bunch of drugs. Your blessing comes from the Lord, not from what I do with the seed. And if you can't trust me or leadership with finances, you at the wrong church. Right? You're trusting God, not the church. 
right? You don't, it, there, there's some stuff you go buy every week. And what they do with your money are pushing agendas you don't agree with. <laughs> when the last time you went on strike at Starbucks? When last time you didn't eat your favorite sandwich in the neighborhood because they support X, Y, and Z? When, when last time? All right, we don't question at all what the world does with our money. The world pushes the world's agenda. And then the church supposed to be like, just, just uh, humble. We supposed to just be broke as long as we got Jesus. We supposed to not be able to contribute. We supposed to have messed up sound systems. We supposed to borrow roads. We supposed to have potlucks. Because the church can't rent out a space to serve its leaders. Right? Nah. That's not God's will. So all the arguments that people have about prosperity, I get sometimes it's preached one-sided. But let me tell you this. Just like one person may have an anointing or a ministry for healing, some people do have an anointing to teach finances according to the kingdom. Right? No one in here has a problem receiving blessing. No one has a problem receiving a card full of money. You don't, look, you don't have a problem with the person that's back. Your turn to. It's like, I'm going to pray about that. <laughs> Amen. He say. Verse 36. Now, Joseph, a Levite and native. No, I'm not going to go there. If you keep reading, I don't want to get caught up. If you keep reading, it says, and they gathered daily they broke bread and the Lord added to the church by the thousands a part of evangelism is having things that people only see naturally and carnally first when they walk into your facility you can't be like well Jesus lived here though you missing the whole point the Holy Ghost here did you hear how good worship was in that shack No, you can't think that God has called you to plant a church in Vancouver and not visually look like you belong in Vancouver. If we are going to touch this city, we for sure are going to have to look like the king that we say is our father. So today... I would like to talk to you. I see a, uh, sorry, spider cobweb. It's, it's coming down slow, though. Amen. I'm sorry, I couldn't. Couldn't reach. <laughs> Amen. Today, this is a very simple title, Blessed. Let me hear you say, Blessed. Bless, 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 
Let me hear you say bless, bless. Y'all don't sound blessed. Y'all don't sound blessed. Let me hear you say bless, 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 bless. Let me hear you say bless, bless. We're blessed. We're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. We're blessed when we come. Oh, you don't got your notes. Weak down every stronghold. Sickness and poverty must cease. Cause the devil is defeated. We are blessed. We're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. We're blessed when we come and when we go. We cast down every stronghold. Sickness and poverty must cease. Cause the devil is defeated. We are blessed. Late in the midnight hour. God's gonna turn it around. He's gonna work in your favor. Yes. Late in the midnight hour. God's gonna turn it around. And around. And around. And around. Amen. Amen. Woo! Amen. Say blessed! Say blessed! Yeah. <laughs> Dijon. That's my boy Dijon and Mayo. <laughs> Get you a green tie. Little lettuce. Amen. Little lettuce wrap. <laughs> That's your name today. Little lettuce wrap. Amen. <laughs> Say blessed. Say I'm blessed. And look at your neighbor. Say because you sit next to me, you bless. Say don't you feel that? Don't you feel that? Look at somebody else. Say you you notice how crappy you felt before you sat next to me. Crappy, not cracker. No crackers. Crabby Patty. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. I'm. I'm. Amen. I'm starting to feel a little good. Um. You can't say that you're blessed without understanding what it means. Blessed does not mean possessions alone. Blessed means be, to be empowered to prosper. Say empowered, empowered. to prosper. Okay, understand this. Understand that, you know, when you, achoo, what you normally say. From now on, when somebody sneezes, achoo, what you going to say? Nope, empowered to prosper. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And you, you might not have to say that to somebody in the world. They ain't going to know what you're talking about. They could because empowered to prosper across the board. But to be blessed is to be empowered to prosper. So don't walk around being blessed, but, is, but you're not walking in power and you are not prospering. Let me tell you this. You can be wealthy and not be prosperous. <laughs> this word bless also is cousins to the word peace. Shalom. 
nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, completeness and what? Wholeness. We're going to read this again. Peace. Say peace. peace. Deuces. What does peace mean? Shalom. What is shalom? Come on, come on. This boy said kaliteness. <laughs> kaliteness. <laughs> right. Shalom means. Absolutely. That's why when people try to war against folks that's talking about prosperity, they tripping because this word salvation is related to peace. This word salvation is related to, to prosperity. You're not walking in salvation if you're not walking in prosperity. So what it wants us to do is bag away from our, the God's bigness. So we take life, life and our matters in our own hands and we stack unto the point of greed. We stack unto the point where God can't, 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 can't get through us. If he can't get it through you, he can't get it to you. And sometimes what you think you stack in for, the Lord says, I have greater plans for you. Do you trust me? Nothing missing. One more time. Peace. Shalom means what? Everybody go. See, you have a right when you pray to declare it. No matter if your body feel achy, whatever's going on in your life, if your mind is experiencing warfare, you have a right to pray. I declare peace on my life. Shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, but wholeness, completeness in every area of my life. So I command my body to align in the way that God created to align. Speak this over yourself. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself. What's your problem? Look at your neighbor. Say, what's your problem? We don't have a problem receiving and believing the promises and blessings of God in Scripture. But when it comes to giving the blessing, we got to pray about it. We got to pray about everything that's sacrificial for us. But when someone else sacrifices for us, you don't be like, hold up, let me pray if I'm supposed to receive this. If you receive it freely, you what? Give it freely. What's your problem? Genesis 1. God said, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, make mankind in what? Our image after what our likeness and let them have complete what authority over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and the tame beasts and over all of the earth and over everything that creeps upon the earth. He says, let, let us make man in our image and our likeness for God so loved the world that he gave his best. What we're going to do next Sunday is in the image of God, giving our best 
It ain't our tithe, and it ain't our, it's not our regular tithe and offering. We're going to sow our tithe. We're going to sow our offering. This is a one-time gift in the year. This is a special, special gift. Complete authority. Money shouldn't have authority over you. The economy should not have authority over you. The Lord said, when I move, you move. Not when the economy, not when the world, not when your boss. When I move, that's when you move. When I say so, you so. Not when the world say it's a sale on something. The Lord might tell you to hold your money when the property is good. And when it's high, he might tell you that's when you need to invest. See, the Lord, the Lord, see, the Lord ain't on your clock, man. So, God created man in his own image, in the image and likeness of God. He created him. Male and what? Female. Male and what? Female. Male and what? Female. Male and what? Female. He created them. And God blessed who? Them. God did what? Blessed them. He empowered you to what? Prosper. And said, remember, he empowered you to prosper before you was born. And before your mama was born, and before your mama mama was born, and for your baby mama's mama's was born. Shout out to Outcast. <laughs> and God blessed them and said to them, Be what? Fruitful. You can't be fruitful without sowing. He said what? Multiply. You can't multiply without investing. Did a dope man get that? A little school dope boy, buy you a little eight bag of weed, and then you bag it up and make $40 and put the prop, and then go reinvest, and then you multiply, and then you reinvest, and then you multiply, and then you keep stacking. And I ain't teaching nobody how to sell marijuana, but it's just, it's just, that, it's just, it's just is what it is. It just, it's principle. It is what it is. Right? So this isn't a principle just of, you know, just for church folks. This is just a principle in the earth that any man that applies it. But when you, when you, when you do it for the Lord, the devourer is rebuked. Right? When you're responsible to protect your crop. And so much, we just want to invest in earthly things. And God said, that's cool. But I'm trying to give you more than that eight acres. I'm trying to give you so much that you don't mind giving away some acres. You don't mind giving away a car. You don't mind giving away a house. You don't mind giving away certain things. You, like, we, we got to stop believing just for our family. Be fruitful, multiply, and what? Fill the earth. And what? Subdue it. Here we go. Using, not letting it use you. Using its vast resources. Let me tell you, find money is a resource. Use the resources in the service of God 
and man. This is Genesis right here. This is off top. Say off top. It's off top. It's in the beginning. This is, this is the Genesis. Understand, all of this is being proclaimed and done and, 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 and declared before physical man was created. He is speaking this in the atmosphere. So when he does form you, this is included in your life. This is included in the package. So as much as air is necessary for the body to live, sowing seed is necessary for your new man to thrive. It's a spiritual principle. This is in the soil. He spoke, he blessed the soil and then made you out of what he blessed. And then he has scripture that says he he each kind produces its kind. You sow what comes out of you, you sow it and it produces back. That's why Jesus was the first fruit of all of us. He died. And the Bible says if the root be holy, the whole lump is holy. So why do we sow big in the beginning of the year? So all the rest of the year finances, the whole lump is blessed. Right? We're, we're, setting the, we're setting ourselves on course for the sea of harvest. They fought with one hand and they work with the other one. So you got one hand receiving and you got one hand sowing. Just because it's harvest time don't mean sowing time is resting. <laughs> he say, and, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves upon the earth. Blessing is in our DNA. This is why the enemy does not want you. Greed, fear, stinginess is a part of the enemy, the devil's plan for destruction. Genesis 12. And I will make of you a what? Great nation. And I will bless you with abundant increase of what? Favors. And make your name famous and distinguished and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others. Let's read this again. Key words. And I will. Stop making it about you. There's some stuff God wants to do in your life that you can't produce. You can't. I don't care with the brightest mind, you can't produce it. You can produce apple, but you cannot, you cannot do what apple is doing. You can make a computer, but you can't guarantee it's going to do what apple is doing. Apple has a grip on the world for the rest of all of eternity. And the person that created it is deuces. I don't know where the, where the, where the person, where, where Steve Jobs was in his faith walk, but that was a God idea. Whether he gave God glory for it or not, that was a God idea. Those are the kind of ideas God wanted to birth to with his people. That's the kind of impact and influence the Lord wants his people to have. I will make of you, of you, of you. What is of you? It's of you. See, you just thinking about your lifetime. But what he's saying, out of you is blessing. 
Out of there, 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 this isn't just about you and your time. I have put you here. You let me tell you, every one of you is a seed that God has planted in the earth. Seeds sow. The potential is in the seed. You have never just lived off apple seeds. Just like all of your finances is not harvest. It's seed. (laughs) It's seed. It's seed. The Lord will bless you at times and give you seed. You think it's harvest. But what if he wouldn't tell you seed? Right? What if you continue to eat manna when that was meant to sow? Trust me, I've lived in poverty, in deep poverty mindset, and grew up around it. Right? Put the cable in the kid's name because my credit bad. I ain't do that, but I'm just saying, that's what I grew up around. I'm like, do a credit check. I'm like, cable? I ain't even had no home yet. Electric bill, I got a high or electric bill. <laughs> got clothes, got cable, got food. Not necessarily thinking about eternity. Eternity is way bigger than the afterlife. We are in eternity right now. You have an opportunity to partner with the Lord to do things that are going to outlive you. He said, I'm going I'm to bless you. I will bless you. Stop looking for your city and the government and your friends and your family and your job to bless you. You're thinking too small. You want to be a blessing. So you have to start that business. You have to put yourself in a position to hire people. You have to build and make your name what? Famous and distinguished, and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others. It wouldn't be so many thirsty Christians on Instagram if they understood their fame was going to come from the Lord. See, when your fame comes from the Lord, you don't got to keep up with fans. You don't got to stay up in the middle of the night making sure they get that post. Some of y'all. See, you lucky you ain't got no, well, you ain't lucky. Some of y'all wish I was 70, 80 years old. And I ain't know how to do Instagram and all. I be on there. I be seeing y'all. Y'all still doing duck face, duck, duck lip selfies. Y'all too grown for all of that. Putting your booty out and all of that. Stop. You a leader. You a leader or what? What you doing? And then be loving it though. Loving the compliments, man, please. Jesus didn't give you no booty for you to always to, to, to be. You just get tell the people that look at themselves in the mirror. Yeah, it's still, it's still there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just call it how it is because I want to see your soul. I want to see you walk in salvation. I don't want you to just still be a saved prostitute. 
or pimp, whatever. You could be a male prostitute too. Right? Who you are comes from the Lord. Right? And, and I'm, since I'm down this street, stop being saved and, and liking stuff. Because you just as nasty as them. And fellas, I'm saving you. Don't be liking no girl's stuff, especially if you're married and it's a seductive picture. Stop liking seduction. What you like? <laughs> that, that finger, just don't push it. Just save it. Just keep scrolling. And don't scroll back down either. Don't refresh. Don't <laughs> No, I'm telling you, because then you got to see the person at church, and then it's got to be all awkward. And let me tell you something. Once you get a visual in your mind, that's how you see that person. And they come to church, and they walk, and you're just like, how you doing, pastor? <laughs> Stop. I'm preaching real good right now. I'm preaching real good right now. I'm preaching real good. That's the kind of houses I grew up in in church. And there's a pastor that call you out, call you out. Because he loved you too much. Right? He wasn't being too holy. Right? It's a time and place for everything. And the church is not a place for you to reveal your stuff. And if the shoe fit, put it on. And keep it on until it don't fit no more. Amen. Keep that on the recording. That whole part. Post that too. Amen. Tag folks. Repost it. Amen. Chips and dip. <laughs> Amen. Have some class about yourself. I ain't saying cover your whole face up. Just have some class about yourself. Hey, a real man don't like all that. I'm trying to tell you. I don't know why I'm stuck on this, but a real man, if you if you want a real, you attract what you what you put out there. You want a pimp player, you know what I'm saying? Somebody just go smack you up and make you feel good and Come here, girl, and choke you in the bit. Nah, if you want all of that, Elder Roseanne, these millennials is nasty. These millennials nasty. They doing all kinds of stuff. Amen. <laughs> That's demonic. And it comes from a lack of fathering. And you looking to be loved by a man in the wrong way. Well, Pastor Terrence love you. Elder John love you. Juan Carlos love you. I ain't going to say Dylan love you because some of y'all be like, yeah, Dylan. Pastor Dylan. <laughs> the bearded pastor. <laughs> Right. It's not that Juan Carlos and Elder John ain't has to be, you know what I'm saying? You just, you know what I'm saying? You ain't going to mess with Maggie. Amen. I love y'all. And I will bless those who bless you, who confer prosperity or happiness upon you and curse him who curses or uses insolent language towards you. I will bless those. That's why, man, I'll be like, man, you really don't want to hate on me because I'm a blessing. I'm blessed. 
Elder John, they be, they be, they be tripping, Elder John. I'll be like, dang, that's why you should not be chasing after people who reject you. You better know who you are. It might hurt, but you don't need to chase after nobody. The Lord will bless people that bless you, and he will curse people that curse you. In you. Say in you. Will all the families and kindred of the earth be blessed, and by you they will bless them, be blessed themselves. That's what I'm saying. The blessing is beyond you. That's why you got to steward the bag. I'd rather have the blessing upon me than work for blessings to comfort me. I'd rather have the blessing. Say the blessing. Say a blessing. There is a difference between the blessing and a blessing. The world is after blessings. The body of Christ, the Lord, he that is in Jesus Christ, there is something conferred upon you called the blessing. It is his empowering presence. You can be stripped from your robe. You can be put in the pit. But the Lord will assure that nothing, nothing, somebody can leave you for dead. Someone can leave you for dead. But the Lord, the blessing up on you will cause, bring wealth upon you in a pit. You go sell popsicles to a polar bear. That's how, that's how much favor you got up on you. <laughs> I'd rather have a blessing upon me than work for <laughs> blessings to comfort me. Proverbs 10 says, the blessing. Say, the blessing. The blessing of the Lord, it makes truly what? Rich, and he adds no sorrow. What? With it, neither does tolling increase it. Doesn't mean that the blessing don't come with challenges, but it don't come with sorrow. God bless me with this husband. It will be challenges, but your marriage should not bring sorrow. Oh, my God, God bless me today with this big old check. But the moment you cash it, it brings sorrow. Somebody bless me with a car. A car. Somebody blessed me with a core, and, 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 and now all of a sudden, they, they wonder why I don't want to hang out all the time. Like, they keep on texting me, and I was busy, and now they, they feel obligated. Sorrow. That's not blessing. You getting what you want is not the blessing. The blessing has me thanking and praising God before a blessing shows up. <laughs> the blessing. When the blessing is up on you, you can have $2 in your bank account and, and, and bring healing to somebody. The blessing. Say the blessing. The blessing can be up on you and you have, no, 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 not, I'm not there yet. The blessing can be up on you and you can have just some, 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 some yoo-hoo milk. And celery in your refrigerator. And somebody call you and you can talk them out of suicide. 
When the blessing is up on you, the blessing gets the impossible done. It puts you in places that you don't deserve, you don't qualify for. Say the blessing. Say I'm blessed without a blessing. But bless me, Lord. Amen. But, 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 but bless me, Lord. See, when you understand the blessing is on you, you will stop idolizing blessings. Because when the blessing's up on you, man, that ain't the last iPod you're going to get. You're like, oh, my God, no, you can't borrow. No, don't touch it. And what if that new iPad you just bought? Good Lord, like, good job. Now I need you to give it to them. They got more use for it. You just write notes on your iPad Pro. Somebody actually needs to draw some stuff. You over here just bought a big old iPod Pro just to, just to uh, you know what I'm saying? And you do what you want to do, man. We have toys and all that stuff. That is, that is a blessing. But the point is, is stop marrying things because poverty can have you thinking. See, poverty ain't just lack. Poverty is when you're afraid to give. Poverty is when you're afraid to release. Poverty is greed. You can be wealthy and be in poverty. And look, 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 let me go back to it. It says, neither does tolling increase it. Grinding. I'm grinding all day, no sleep, bruh. Up all night. Work harder than anybody in the world. Call me grind time. I'm grind time. Hashtag getting it. No, go home, hang out with your spouse, get some sleep. <laughs> See, when the blessing is up on you, the Lord is bringing things to you. There is things surfacing the earth that is looking for you. That's why you need to learn how to be rooted. And stop feeling like you got to go everywhere and knock down every door to get stuff. Be still. Steward the lot that God gave you and wait patiently upon the Lord. If he could change or save a nation in one day, you don't think the Lord can. One conversation, one relationship, one idea. Sit your butt still. We told too much. That's for the world to do because they don't have a savior. Somebody with one leg has to work harder to keep up with somebody with two legs. I'm preaching to you. The world got one leg. They got to compensate for what's missing. And that's Jesus. But you have the other leg. You have the yoke. And his burden is, is easy and his yoke is light. Come on, when the blessing is upon you, nothing can stop you from being blessed. So what they didn't hire you? So what you didn't get the role? So what they left you? So what it wasn't time you had to work when they went to party? So what? You have not missed out on nothing. Jen 24. Look. Now Abraham was old. What was Abraham? Old. Come on, he was what? Old. When the Bible call you old, you what? Old. Oh. 
well advanced in his years. When the Bible say you well advanced in years, you what? Well advanced and you old. And the Lord had what? Blessed Abraham in what? All things. You got to stop worrying about, I'm not going to live like that. I'm not going to be this young forever. When you understand the blessing is not just for you, you will stop rushing trying to get it. <laughs> There's some stuff the Lord is bringing to you for people you will never meet. There's stuff God is bringing you that will outlive you. Enjoy life. Enjoy relationships. Enjoy your church. Help people out. And don't spend all of your life grinding. Grinding. Shout out to Pharrell and Clips. Blessed Abraham in all things. Say all things. Amen. See this tripart blessing. How much of us are so one dimensional? We are three dimensional human beings. We are three dimensional. And most of us neglect the two parts of us trying to get one part that's going to stay. He say, all things verse 26 chapter 26 verse 1 and there was a what famine there was a what famine there was a famine in the what land other than the former famine so if there was a famine in the land other than the former famine then what does that mean there was what two famines there was a famine and then another what famine there's a whole lot of lack going on one famine ended, and before you know it, another one started, and we just really, the dry soil getting drier. Trees didn't even have a chance to reproduce. Folks were starving, now they starving. Like, like famine after famine, no break. Years, decades of just lack. And there's parts of this world that experiences this kind of famine. And the church that has the heart and the mandate to help. Other than the former famine, that was in the days of what? Abraham. And Isaac went to Gerar and Abimelech, king of the what? Philistines. Abraham, Isaac, and what? Jacob. So you see, the blessing that was up on who? Abraham is being passed on to Isaac and being passed on to Jacob and is being passed on and passed on because the blessing of the Lord is what? Generational. That's why we got to get more than enough. So, so there was a famine. And Isaac is about to do something with the Lord. And the Lord did what? The Lord what? During what? Famine time. Okay? What no salmon is what? Famine. And the Lord appeared to who? Him. Who is him? Isaac. And said, this is what he said, do not go down to Egypt. 
Don't you dare begin to depend on the world, be a slave to the world because there's lack. I'm your provider just like I was your daddy provider. Live in the land of which I tell you to go. Sow where I tell you to sow. Go where I tell you to go. And look what he say. Dwell temporarily. And this is what you got to understand. Some of y'all think when you're doing something for the Lord, you're going to die before you do what you want to do. He, he said, he said, hey, I just got something to do. I just, I'm just need you. I just need somebody that's willing to help me go set this in motion. Because as long as the earth remains seed time and what? Harvest. Every single time you sow, it starts a new cycle for harvest. <laughs> you you got to open your mind and get that. If I sow this morning, then sow tonight. When I sow tonight, it's not just watering the seed from this morning. Tonight's seed is starting its own cycle of seed time and harvest. Dwell what? Temporarily in this what? This land. And I will be with you and will favor you with what? Blessings. What's this land? What's this land? The one with famine. Where it shouldn't produce. A time is nothing to produce. A time where your descendants, I will give all these lands. Who won't, who won't famine land? I'll take famine land with the blessing. And I will perform the oath which I swore to your daddy. <laughs> I'm still invested in what I said to them. And I need, I need the people after you to, 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 to point to them. And I will make your decision. It's a whole lot of God saying, I will do it. What you, what you striving for? And I will make your descendants to multiply as the stars of the heavens and will give to your posterity your posterity all these lands kingdoms now look when we talk about land and he says kingdoms as well we talking about spiritual real estate as well when the Lord say I'm gonna give you a city that don't mean all the buildings he's talking about exercising authority in that community so that people can come to know Jesus and their resources are used for his good. And by your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Or by him bless themselves. Then Isaac what? So. Then Isaac what? So. Isaac what? Come on. Where did he sow? In that land. What land? So you looking at what you don't have? God is like, okay, talk to me when you're ready to really grow up. When you go going to God and saying, man, God, I, this $1,000, uh, man, God, you know that house you promised? He's like, I still promised, and this is a part of me getting it to you. <laughs> See, because God is more interested in your heart. And the Lord, you say, look, 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 look at this, look at this. Then Isaac sowed the seed in that land, and in that land he received the same year a hundred times as much as he had planted. Say same year. That's why we're right at the top of the year. Same year. Hundred times. Now I want y'all to see something. I, I, I kind of saw this, Elder John. 
this exploded. See, we think 100 times is just about the quantity. But 100 times is also speaking to how quick it came. God's blessing is always going to come 100 times faster than your effort. See, I got to do it this way because if the harvest delay, people will still think something changed in the soil or, yeah, it's supposed to delay because it's a famine there. But I'm not only interested in the quantity, I'm also interested in how quick it accelerated to come back to you. This thing going to turn around. And the Lord favored him with what? Blessings. See this? Beyond what he sowed. And the man became great and gained more. And see, the blessing of the Lord. See, so if I, if I invest in something, I want to get my return. If I've spent $3,000, I at least want to get that back or a little bit more. The Lord is like, no, nah, man, you tripping. I'm asking you to sow something. And it is connected to more and more and more. My seed outlives me. The harvest from my seed outlives me. The harvest in your real estate may or may not. Please, get real estate. Invest. You should be owners. But once you're gone, depending on who you leave it behind to. (laughs) But when you trust God, no one can pluck the harvest out of his hand. He say, and the man became great and gained more and more until he became very wealthy. And what? Distinguished. He said, I'm blessing you until God has a goal of wealth. The goal is more than enough. The goal is not, Lord, please, you just help me pay this car off, God. Really? To what? Keep vroom vrooming around town? Or is your mind, Lord, help me pay this off so I can bless somebody else with it and get what I desire and dream? Or you want to keep, I'm going to pay this off and I'm going to trade it back in. And upgrade it. And I'm going to trade it back in and upgrade it. And everything is about you. Supposed to know, I'm going to pay this thing off so I can sow it. I'm talking about wealth. God wants us to live in prosperity. Record it, post it. He wants us to live in prosperity. Prosperity is a God idea and a really good idea. Prosperity is a spiritual law that heaven designed. Prosperity is a spiritual law that heaven designed. You can be wealthy and not prosperous. Romans 8 says, For the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death. Poverty is the law of sin and death. Prosperity is the law of Spirit of life. Three John two says, "Beloved friend, I pray that you are what prospering in what every way, and that you continually enjoy what good health, just as your soul is what prospering." You see this tripart. Th- 
Let those who favor my righteous cause and have pleasure in my uprightness shout for joy and be glad and say continually, let the Lord be magnified. Who what? Takes, this is Psalms, Psalms, Psalms. Who takes pleasure in the prosperity. The Lord takes pleasure in prospering you. I'm trying to help you out. So when you get attacked for saying prosperity, for, oh, that's that prosperity gospel. You're right. That's what it is. Nothing missing, nothing broken, wholeness. Tell them to go look up, look it up in the in the Greek. Tell them to look it up in the Hebrew and read it to you. If they're not with you, voice memo it. Tell them. Are we not supposed to use the word because man has abused it or has man abused it? If a pro ball player needs a financial advisor, why can't the body of Christ have men and women of God that teach on giving? Why do you need a financial advisor? Why do you need an investor? Why do you need those things? But if a preacher talks about it, he's after the people's money. Well, McDonald's after your money, A&W after your money, whatever. But yeah, guess what? I'm after your money. I'm after your money so we can advance the kingdom of God. Right? At the end of the day, come, come on. Come on. Every person in here, what you go to work for? Just to get by? Shout out to Talib Kweli. Come on, man. That's not God's plan just to get by. Amen. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. John 10 10. I just left three John up there. Okay, man. It was one of the, it was John, the other John. The thief comes only in order to what? Still, come on, talk to me. To what? Still, what else? Kill and what else? Destroy. That is the plot of the enemy. Here we go. Here's Jesus' plan. I came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in what? Abundance. To the what? Full till it what? Overflows. I am, I am, I am, I am, I am, you know, there's work to do. There's mindsets to be delivered from, but I am bent on not thinking small no more. I am expecting the biggest things that God has for me. I'm bent. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm over trying to be silent about God blessing me. I'm over trying to, trying to shrink down from who I am. I'm over it. I want to be a blessing. I'm trying to help people. I want to leave an impact. And let me tell you, we're in a world that things cost. Buildings cost. Wi-Fi costs. It costs. Right? And we have things to do. And if we're really the church, the church will always give. It's in the DNA of the church. And we will always give big. This is, this is what we am. I want to I leave you with this, and we're going to pick up on it tonight. We're going to get this to you in case you don't come tonight. Overflows. Look. Say life. John 10.10 speaks of this life, and it means Zoe. Zoe. It means the best life, high life, too much life. I got too much life. You want some? Right, that's why you, that's why, see, a, a good, good shepherd got too much life. You know how you got too much life? Because you got people every day sucking the life out of them, and they still giving it. Too much life. Right, that's where you got to get to where you can help people. Not just with money, but you got to get stuck up off yourself and stop complaining and murmuring and, oh, Poe is me, and oh, is it this hard, and ah. And you don't have too much life. You got just enough. You're not walking in John 10, 10. Best life. I'm living my best life. No, I'm not living my best life. I got more life to get. Amen. 
I'm living a real, real good life, though. Best life. And I'm living the what? High life. No Miller. Right? And I'm living too much life. Too much life. I got too much life. You want some? You want some? Too much. Say, I got too much. Abundant. Did the word abundant. Say abundant. Anybody see abundantly up in there? In John 10.10, 10, did you see abundantly? Okay, here we go. Parasox. In the Greek, that's what he did. Parasox. Exceeding some number or measure or rank or need, over and above, more than is necessary, a life of super increase, superior to lack, extraordinary, surpassing, and a life that is uncommon, preeminence, to have advantage, to live more remarkable or more excellent. Poverty is common. Just enough is common. Abundantly. In the Greek. And then you've you seen the word have. This is a very important word. Have. You just, you just, gla- you just go past the word have. Because that's just a connector. No, it ain't. Stop. Pause. Say lie. Have is to hold in the sense of wearing abundance. <laughs> to have, hold, possession of the mind. To hold fast or keep. To have, own, possess a title deed of external things such as pertain to property or riches or goods. It's to have is to as though you wear it. Which means to really prosper, you got to steward what you've been given. You got to wear it. You got to fold it. Even Jesus folded his grave clothes. <laughs> he wasn't just a steward over the things he loved. But he understood that those grave clothes was a memorial. And those grave clothes spoke to something. Steward the season you in, even though it's not favorable. Stop complaining. Stop folding under pressure and fold the pressure. That's why Ephesians 2. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship recreated in Jesus, born anew that we may do those good works. Say good works which God and giving is a good work, which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which were, which he what? Prepared ahead of what? Time that we should walk in them, living the good life. T-Pain understood that. Him and Kanye understand, you know what I'm saying? They understood the good life. And if T-Pain living a good life, what you doing? He was in love with a stripper living a good life. I don't understand. <laughs> Which he prearranged. Like T Pain can make it rain in the in the in the in the strip club. We can we, next week we can we, we, Amen. Amen. He prearranged and made ready for us to live. Sowing aligns us with the good life he prearranged for us. Sowing aligns us with the good life he prearranged for us. Whatever you think is good, God's idea of good surpasses that. Leaps and bounds. I'm going to say it one more time. Whatever you think is good, 
God's idea of good surpasses that. Leaps and bounds. We'll close at Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who by in consequence of the action of his power that is where? Where? Within you is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that you dare to ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. You're thinking and hoping too small. The power to release the increase is at work in you. Remember, remember in the beginning, he said, out of you, blessing flows. The power to release increase is inside of you. What you going to do next Sunday? You going to come in afraid? You going to come in penny pinching? You going to come in or you going to come in with an abundant joy? We believe in for a hundred people to give a thousand. I believe there's people who are gonna give two thousand. I believe there's people who are gonna give five thousand. We just put it there. Give give to where it's gonna challenge you. I challenge every person in here to get the biggest seed they ever have before. Ever at one time. And some of you you know you can. When you start sitting down and you like uh, you start getting in fear, you start thinking about what you can do and how in control you can be. You, you think you're in the wrong space. Don't give nothing when you're going to be mad at God. You're going to be mad at God, don't give it. I will tell you this. If you don't give nothing, love quest will prosper regardless. If no one in here gives, I want you to understand, you giving is not about us getting something. It's about eternity. You giving is not about giving to the church. It's also sowing into your own household. So you're sowing. Don't make it about giving to love quest. You're giving for you. And if you don't trust God, don't give. No pressure. But you're giving for you. You're giving. And I want you to come with something you're believing for. It's a time of worship, not a time of payment collection. I'm calling family. I'm calling friends. I got my whole hit list. I'm sending out a letter, and we have a letter for just a little half-page little letter to send to people to partake in it. But I'm believing. Can you believe with me? Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us throughout the week by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we get equipped with a powerful right now word. Have a great rest of your day and get your love fixed, man.